Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hi, this is Martin Casals, a.k.a. Marty the Moth from Lucha Underground, and you're watching the Oversell Podcast. It is episode 99, and we have our biggest episode ever. It's all trivia. Get ready. This is the Oversell Podcast. I guess I don't need to really dance during that when we're doing YouTube Live because I look like a moron. But like, <laughs> well, now now people know I, what I you do. Da- I was dancing too, man. So, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Oversell Podcast. My name is Derek. I am Mike. I am Dan. Joining us tonight is a special guest host who's going to help us through with. I think no other wrestling podcast is going to do what we're doing tonight. It's our first ever full trivia podcast. He is one of the hosts of a very entertaining podcast that. If you're not subscribed to it, you're making a mistake. It's um, Trivial Warfare. Subscribe on iTunes and wherever podcasts are available. Chris Hollister. Chris, thank you so much for helping us host our first ever all-trivia episode. Derek, how the heck are you, man? Thanks for inviting me on. You know, it's it's been a long time talking. I think we've both been really excited for it. And if you don't mind me saying, Chris, I think you, around your house, um, you told me that uh, you've been a little giddy coming up for doing an all wrestling trivia <laughs> oh absolutely man i've been a i've been watching wrestling since i was about 10 11 years old and i'm talking about that's the uh what saturday night made event and uh anytime that it was like on saturday mornings when they showed that shoot i even watched the old hulk hogan cartoon series oh, that was oh, yeah. wow yeah rock and wrestling. Uh, yeah. wrestling uh yeah the rock and roll what was it rock and roll rock, rock and wrestling, wrestling. Yeah, rock and wrestling. Thank you very much. Yeah, see, this is why I want to do a trivia with you guys. You guys know so much crap. <laughs> that's why I was like, I was getting excited about doing this was because man, I could just unleash like all these awesome questions and everything like that, and really kind of test you guys and see how it is. We're so going to disappoint you. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see. Uh, actually, a uh, trivia warfare. My partner in crime, uh, Jonathan Oakes, who's the who's the what I call the franchise. He is, uh, he's the guy that runs everything. I asked him the questions and he kind of gave me some feedback. So if you hate the questions, don't blame me, blame him. <laughs> and that is at Trivial Warfare on Twitter if you want to br- blame it. That's right. And if you want to find me, I'm at Warm, uh, warm Up Chris uh, on Twitter as well. So you said you've been watching wrestling for um, since you're about 10, 11 years old. Who are some of your early favorites? Oh, goodness. Uh, I, I was a Hacksaw Jim Duggan fan. Very nice. uh, and yeah. then, like later on, uh, especially in the Attitude Era, it was the uh, it was Mick Foley all the way because he was so funny. I gravitated to the funny wrestlers, mm-hmm. so it was him. And then in WCW, it was Jericho with the thousand and one holds. See, Arbor! <laughs> this is <laughs> this, this was meant that to one. be because anyone that listens to this podcast knows my all time favorite wrestler is Chris Jericho. Like without a shadow of a doubt, he's right here in the man in my man cave. 
looking us on with his microphone like he should be. He's looking over your shoulder. Looking over my shoulder, even though that day he met the wrong Derek. Yeah. So, <laughs> still can't believe. Also, we're going to try. This is going to be a, a huge undertaking for me this episode. But Undertaking? Try to, yeah. As an undertaker? Ha uh-huh. ha. We're gonna keep going. this episode. On him. This we're gonna keep this episode also very clean because I'm gonna try my best not to curse. So if I do, I guess I'm gonna have to go in and edit everything and get but a bunch of bloops out. We'll see how that holds up after about four or five questions <laughs> in. So what's the over under on this? Uh, it depends on if it's one of those where. I don't know. If, if I know if I'm close, I'm going to get upset. I always do. Maybe we should like maybe we should like dock points if he starts cussing. <laughs> that might be a good one. We could do that. All right. Well, uh, like I'm going. Jar. Anything in the wrestling world right now? You guys want to get into before we get into trivia? Any quick news or anything like that? Big stuff going on. Uh, we got next Friday, June 23rd at 37:15. Perkins Road, you'll have your boy here doing his first play-by-play commentary <laughs> gig. Come on nice. out, folks. I think it's going to be $10 to get in, $15 VIP front row. It's going to be uh, a great show. I saw that Bishop, Bishop Cage is going to be on this show. I have to call a freaking Bishop Cage match, and that scares me. <laughs> I, everyone, I've seen Bishop Cage wrestle so many times, and there hasn't been a time where he's walked past me where I haven't like looked like, please, just don't hurt me. Just speak kindly of him. Oh, that's what you I will should, do. That's what I will do. Legitimately, be scared. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's. But be sure, hey folks, committed to wrestling. Look them up on Facebook and check them out. It's going to be at thirty-seven fifteen. It's the same place where they record RSWF or where they have RSWF on Saturday nights. Anything quick in the wrestling world? You, you we need to get to any big thing? Uh, you know, I don't think anything. There was a universal title, like oh, sighting. Yeah. Woo! Like it showed up. Brock Lesnar and the fruit roll up was finally the fruit roll up title, as my friend Fred at Kfabe Connection on Twitter, the letter K F A B E Connection on Twitter would say. Uh, yeah, that showed up, and then you had. Did you guys hear the news on Dave Meltzer today? About he gave Okada and Omega two six point two five stars. Really? So he gave the last one six stars. This one it was even better. So if you don't have, go check out New Japan World and watch Okada Omega Dominion. Hell of a match. I've got to go back and watch the rest of that card. Uh, guys, I don't think I really have much else. I was mostly planning for trivia, trying to get my brain all pumped up and stuff for the first ever full wrestling trivia podcast. And well, I do have uh, I do have an event coming up for NWA Smoky Mountain this weekend. Oh. So uh, we got a steel cage match, uh, television title cage match, Chris Richards and Axton Ray. Uh, Southeastern uh, heavyweight title match: Chase Owens and Sean Schultz. Uh, Bullet Club Jeff member Conley versus Jason Kincaid. Bullet Club member Chase Owens, right? Bullet Club member Chase Owens. Yes, he's from Bristol, Virginia. He's just up the road. Uh, Toby Farley versus Lenny Stratton, NWA Smoky Mountain Empire champion. Uh, Tracer X and Devin, Devin Driscoll. Uh, we've also got a tag team turmoil match. Just about every tag team known to man's in this one, you boys. Um, let's see. Uh, four-way match. Draco, Chase Jordan, Caleb Courageous, and Corey Storm. And this is all happening right here in Kingsport, Tennessee, at the wonderful, wonderful Kingsport Civic Auditorium. Uh, bell time, I believe, is 730. Don't quote me on that, though. Okay. Uh, yes, it is 7.30. June 17th, this is this Saturday, June 17th, 
7.30, Kingsport Civic Auditorium, Smoky Mountain Wrestling, NWA style. Come see us. Come see Billy Corgan. That's right. No, we don't have Billy. We don't have Billy Corgan yet. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to hand the show now off to Chris Hollister. He is our trivia master this week, and he's going to put us through the grinder, I think. All right. Well, one of the things that we do on uh, Trivial Warfare, the very first segment of our show, is we do an episode. We do a segment called "Warm It Up, Chris," and this will give you no points. But the point of it is just kind of warm the brain cells up a little bit and see how you guys go. And we'll do it round robin. And uh, we'll see how everybody does. All right. All right. So um, let's see. So uh, we'll do it. Derek, then Mike, then Dan, if that's okay with you guys. Works for me. Okay. And the question is, is I want you guys to give me the top 10 wrestlers who had the most pay-per-view main, um, excuse me, the top 10 wrestlers who had the most pay-per-view main events as of Extreme Rules 2017. So I'm going to say, Derek, why don't you give me an answer? You'll give me one if you're right. We celebrate. If you're wrong, we get to pick on you a little bit. So that's all it is. That's again, no worth no points. So I'm, Derek, you're up to bet. I'm going to start with John Cena. John Cena, number two, with 68 main events. Wow. All right. Well done. All right, Mike. <laughs> uh, going to go with. Now this is all time. This is all time. Well, as a pay per view, so I guess as of WrestleMania one. Okay. Okay. Um, then I will go Stone Cold. Stone Cold, number six on the list with 41. All right, Dan, what do you got? How about The Rock? The Rock, number eight with 33. So you got two, you got six, and you got eight after the first round. Derek, you're up to bat. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels, number four with 48. Nice job. All right, Mike. Uh, Hogan. Hogan, I'm sorry, not on the list. I was really shocked about that, but I guess it may have come in a time where, and I mean, and mind you, this is WWE, so right, I mean, right. It could be that I mean, remember they only started off with four, and he was main event in all of them, right? So yeah, I think just sheer numbers now that they've got like 87 a year. So <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, all right, so Dan, you're up. Uh, I always have to pronounce it just like William Regal says it. Triple H. <laughs> Triple H. H is number three on the list with 67. Oh, wow. Nice job. Well, you know, usually when we do these questions, I always burn myself because I never for, I never pick my guy. I got to go with Chris Jericho. Jericho, number nine on the list with <laughs> You made it. One. And I'll tell you this, there's three tied for 10th, so it's actually 13 that are on, or, or excuse me, 12 on this list. Wow. So, all right. Mike? I'm going with Undertaker. Number one with the bullet was 69 main events. Hmm. Cue jokes here. All right, Dan, what are you thinking? Oh, getting down to the nitpicking here. Uh... Hmm. Man. <coughs> I'm drawing a blank, boys. <laughs> uh, you know man. more wrestlers let's, than seven. Well, let's see. We've got <laughs> thinking uh, here. We got a couple guys that aren't wrestling. We still got and we got let's see, we got three guys that are not currently wrestling right now. One because he retired, two because they're doing other stuff. 
Mm-hmm. And then we've got two guys that are on the current roster and then they're showing themselves up on a, on a weekly basis. What about Randy Savage? Randy Savage, I'm sorry, not on the list, my friend. Okay. It was All worth right. a shot. <laughs> Derek, you're the only one that's been perfect so far. No, can I, you, I, oh, can yeah. you make it happen? Uh, let's see. We got John Cena, Stone Cold Rock, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, Undertaker. Man, uh, main events, main events. No, I don't think it would be him. Uh, let's go with Batista. Batista is tied for 10th with 26. Good job. Still perfect. Boom. Right, Mike. Randy Orton. Derek's favorite wrestler, Boom. Randy Orton, number five on the list with 45. <laughs> boo, Randy Orton, boo. <laughs> You know he's your favorite. Come oh, on. yeah. Yeah, everyone knows. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Dan, what are you thinking? Oh, man. Uh, well, they took evolution away from me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> freaking, uh, uh, well, the only, one, the only one left on evolution is Ric Flair, but I don't think he may have ended any, any, not, well, he was on pay-per-views, but he never may have ended that I remember. At least not any that I remember. Um. And that's a really good thought. Keep that in mind. In yeah. other words, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, shoot. Um, I'm just taking stabs in the dark now. Eddie Guerrero. Ooh, uh, I'm sorry. Eddie is not on the list, my friend. All right. Nah. So we're going to do one more round. Okay. And uh, then I'll give you any that aren't on the list. Derek, can you be perfect and warm it up, Chris? <laughs> no pressure. <laughs> uh, I, I'm just going to go because he's on the wall behind me. Kurt Angle. No, I'm sorry, man. Kurt Angle not on the list. Darn. Oh, that's surprising. So, all right, Mike. Last shot. Edge. Edge. Number Tied for 10th with 26. Good, good, yeah, that's a good pull. Job man, good pull there. All right, good Dan. Pull. Last guess. You got um, one that's currently. I mean, that that was legitimately on Monday night, and then you mm-hmm. got one who's doing some other stuff right now. Ah, you just figured it out, didn't you? I, I think I did. I think I did. I think I did. <laughs> um, dang it. I'm gonna say it, but I know it's not right. The Miz. Miz, I'm sorry, not yeah. on the list. Was the Derek, one? I, what, Derek, what were you thinking? Brock. Nope, Brock Lesnar oh. not on the list. Oh. Okay, so one was Undertaker, two, John Cena, three, Triple H, four, Shawn Michaels, five, Randy Orton, six, Stone Cold Steve Austin, seven, which you guys did not get, with 38, Kane. What? Kane. You always that forget. was my next one. Kane actually. is someone you always <laughs> forget about. Yeah. Yep. Number eight with 33, The Rock, nine uh, with 30, Chris Jericho, and then tied for 10th with 26, Edge, Batista, and the last one you didn't get, Big Show. Ah, Big Show. He's yeah. been in freaking wrestling so, and forever. And that is your warm it up, Chris, question for the Oversell Podcast. Awesome. Well, now we're going to move on to the main trivia game, which means I get to play my favorite intro. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's time for a little bit of wrestling. Oh, 
Man, that's so good to hear. <laughs> I love that song. I do. I do. Chris, that was a fun warming up Chris question. Now it's time to raise the stakes, and it's time for a little bit of wrestling trivia. You've got it. Man. All right. And as my as my uh, partner in crime, Jonathan, would say, it's time to play the game. All right. Cue Motorhead. Time to play the game. it. <laughs> so before we right, so, before oh, we get ahead, in, I was, uh, did you want to uh, for those that have not listened to at trivia or the trivia war <laughs> trivial warfare podcast? You want to explain to them what we're going to be doing tonight? Absolutely. So uh, Derek's giving me uh, Derek and the guys have given me permission to play uh, trivial warfare style. So we're going to be doing six rounds with three questions each. Each question in the rounds are going to be worth ten points. Uh, so it's basically it's one hundred and eighty points uh, halftime. Question is going to be uh, there's going to be a halftime question. It'll be worth twenty, so that's a grand total of two hundred. At the very end, we're going to have a gauntlet question, and what the gauntlet is is it's three questions with the same category, or same similar category, where you can wager all of your points. Now, here's the thing with the gauntlet: uh, it's all risk and re- uh, all risk and all reward right there, or all risk and no reward. If you miss one of the questions in the gauntlet, you lose all your points, but if you get all three. You get that you can potentially you will you can potentially d- almost double up your points. So there's 400 points available, and um, I'm ready to play if you guys are. And uh, for those that also don't know, what the way we're going to do it is, um, two of us will lock in answers, and then the third one will be able to think out loud without the other two being able to change their answer or anything. Is that that's how you guys do it on your show, right? Absolutely. Thanks, Derek. I appreciate that. Yeah, they, everybody's got pad and paper or pen and paper, and they're just going to say, I'm locked in. They'll circle it. And then once the second person's done that, and the third person, we like to hear what your thought process behind it. And so. Okay. Dan, you good with the rules? Right. I'm good. Mike, you good? I think I get it. Okay. Chris, it's all yours, man. All right. All right. Actually, and I will, uh, I'll keep score if that's okay with you guys. Okay. Cool. All right. So. All right, so your round one, question one category is in wrestling literature, or as my buddy Ben on the show calls it, literature. Literature. (laughs) And your question is, what WWE Hall of Fame wrestler's autobiography is titled My Life Outside the Ring? The question again is, what WWE Hall of of Fame wrestler's autobiography is titled my life outside the ring. Yeah, we're all screwed. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> um, we watch wrestling. We don't read good. Uh-huh. Uh, you don't read those. You don't <laughs> I have faith. Mike, I have faith. In you. All right, I'm going to lock in. I'll go ahead and lock in, too. Mike, give us your thought process there. There's not much going on. <laughs> that hamster's just kind of stalled on that wheel. Uh, yeah, I'm locked in, but just because I don't want people to wait. All right, well, Mike, actually, you just give out your answer. <laughs> I'm going to say Edge. All right, Edge. Okay, so Derek, what did you get? I wrote Ric Flair. All right. Dan, what were you thinking? I would say Bruno San Martino. 
Uh, all great guesses. Actually, it was the brother himself, Hulk Hogan. Uh, Hogan is your answer. I didn't even know Hulk Hogan was smart enough to read a book, let alone write one. <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine how that oh. book was written. Hey, brother, period, brother, let me tell you something, brother. Pythons. Pythons, brother. Vitamins. <laughs> Prayers. Well, you got to remember, all these guys, except for like... For, uh, Mick Foley have like ghost writers, so I'm That's sure true. that dude probably did the heavy lifting on that one, you know? That's true. Oh, yeah. Very true. So, all right. Well, let's get, let's see if the next question gets you guys on the board. The second category, uh, the second question two in round one is champions. The category is champions. What WWF Hall of Famer was the inaugural champion of what is now known as the WWE Intercontinental Championship? I am locked in. Okay. Mike's locked in. Again, for everybody, what WWF or WWE Hall of Famer was the inaugural champion of what is now known as the WWE Intercontinental Championship? I'm locked in. All right, Derek, talk it out. So there's a couple of names that were running through my head. There's Tito Santana, whose action figure is actually looking at us right now, who, is, I can, <laughs> who I think is one of the greatest Intercontinental Champions of all time. But then I started thinking, and I came to an older name, and that name was probably the man behind the Intercontinental Champion. I said Pat Patterson. Okay, Pat Patterson. Mike, what were you thinking? Pat Patterson. Okay, and Dan. And Pat Patterson. And everybody is correct. The answer is Pat Patterson. Yeah. Well done, guys. Woo, I'm so happy I didn't say Tino. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, I would have loved to have seen that guy in the uh, in his prime for sure because I just hear nothing but good things about like just his like philosophy and and just like how well he wrestled and everything. So apparently he's a he was a big prankster too. Yeah. Oh, you gotta love that. Go back and watch one of the old seasons of Tough Enough, and he told this story about he had a guy in his trunk, and um, his job was whenever they honked the horn twice, he had to open the trunk up, and he was naked, and flash <laughs> whoever it was, <laughs> and then oh my goodness, wow! And well, and then at some point, he's noted that uh, Pat Patterson noticed that a cop was behind him, and he looked at the guy riding with him. And he's like, "Well." Got to do it. Honked it. The guy opened up and it, it was naked and everything, and the cops pulled him over and gave him a ticket. <laughs> well, at least they didn't arrest him. Man, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. So your question three in round one category is geography, or what we like to call geography. geography. <laughs> just uh, just to let you guys know, we're having a little bit of a lightning storm going on right oh, now. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, I, I can't hear anything. It sounds good. Okay, good deal. All right, your uh, geography question is, what city in 1990 was the first to host a WWF pay-per-view outside of the United States? And here's an opportunity to get two bonus points. For two bonus points, name the pay-per-view. So you will name the city that was outside of the United States for the, uh, for the first time in a pay-per-view. And then if you want bonus points, you'll name the pay-per-view. I'm locked in. Okay. I'm locked in. So it's 1990? 1990, that's correct. 
and we're both locked in, so feel free to think think out loud. Yeah, they can't change their answer. If not, then we'll like shock them with like the lightning that's going on outside. <laughs> this, uh, well, I keep my first thought was like like Calgary Stampede, but that was like ninety three, ninety four, ninety five, somewhere in that area, because that was the big buildup of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, and I think people were still trying to figure out if he was heel or face at the time, but they went to Calgary and everybody cheered Bret Hart anyway. So, um, but that is not the time period. The time period. Hmm. The first pay-per-view outside of the United States. That's correct. Yeah. 1990. 1990. <clears throat> oh, um, dang. And I, I, do I have to do the pay-per-view name or do I have to tell what the city is? No, I want the city, but if you want bonus, two bonus points, you'll give me the pay-per-view. Okay. All right. I think I've got it. All right. Um, well, what's your answer? I'm going to say it's the Skydome in Toronto. Okay. And do you want to throw out a guess for the uh, pay-per-view? You don't have to, but it's just it's bonus points. So. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking it was one of the WrestleManias, but WrestleMania six. Okay. All right, Mike. What do you have? Probably the wrong answer. <laughs> 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 uh, but I'm going into this as just. Whatever comes into my head first, and try not to think too hard about it, because then I'll talk myself out of possibly getting it correct. Uh, I'm just saying London and SummerSlam. Okay. And Derek? You know, that was around the time I think they were doing a lot of stuff with the British Bulldog, and I said London, England, SummerSlam. Okay. And the answer? Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and <laughs> WrestleMania six. Are you kidding me? <laughs> with the big oh. points. Oh, man. That's – heck. Wow. Nice wow. job, Dan. Great. I had my doubts about the year. That was what was screwing me up. <clears throat> yeah, I believe that was the uh, Hogan Ultimate Warrior match. Yes it, yes, it was. Yes, it was. Yeah. Two superhero, so, two comic book heroes going at it, in my opinion, that match. Oh, absolutely. And having a pretty good match, if I remember correctly. I'm going to have to go back and watch that thing. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Well, after round one, Dan is in the lead with 22 points. Derek and Mike, you both have 10. It's okay. Just give me a few rounds. I never. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ever. ever. <laughs> All right. So your uh, round two question one category is former in-ring names. Triple H debuted in WCW in 1994. During his tenure with WCW, he actually went by two names. Can you name me one of those two names that Triple H went by? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right. Mike. I'm locked in as well. Okay. Well, let's see. Derek, you want to uh, – uh, do, do you actually, we'll let Derek talk. Mike, So, what was your answer? Oh, oh I'm go, sorry. No, 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 Whoever, go, go for it. Go ahead, go, go ahead Mike. Uh, uh, Terra Rising. All right. Dan, what do you have? I got Terra Rising as well. Okay. And, uh, and Derek – what were you thinking during this? I said terrorizing because I remember a story of some dude writing it on a pizza box and giving it to Triple H. Like, yep, there's your name. 
Yeah, because he said he called him just terrorizing. And then he said, you know, that's a dumb name. So he just put a slash down the middle of it. Okay, you're Terra Rising. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that's fantastic. You guys know the story and everything. The answers are Terra Rising or Jean-Paul Levy-esque. Yep. And he actually did that as a tag team with uh, William Regal towards the end of his uh, WCW uh, career before he went on to obviously bigger and better things. Yep. But that was a great move. Everybody got part. it. Great job, guys. Boom. All right, so your question two category is in streaks. Streaks. Yep. We're not, and no, we're not going streaking. Although no. that would have been a much better category <laughs> name. I should have thought of that. <laughs> All right, so category and our question two category is we're going streaking. <laughs> and, uh, Time to turn the webcam off. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to scare anybody off there. Sure. So your question is: Who ended Bill Goldberg's streak of 173 consecutive wins without a loss at Starcade 1998? Who ended Bill Goldberg's streak of 173 consecutive wins? I'm locked in. All right, Mike, talk it out, my friend. I'm locked in, so I think I have it. Well, what do you think? (laughs) I knew it was one of three people. I'm going with Hogan. Okay, Hogan. Derek, what do you got? Uh, If I remember correctly, Scott Hall came out and hit Bill Goldberg with a cattle prod to help his friend Kevin Nash get the win. All right, and Dan... Ditto on that, Kevin Nash. Okay. The answer is Kevin Nash. Big sexy coming <laughs> through, baby. Well done. And All Kevin right. Nash got through that match without hurting himself, too. Surprising. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I remember the Scott Hall thing. I just couldn't remember who it was that was actually in the match. That was the Wolfpack, baby. That was I'm a, sure Nat. <laughs> that was back when his quads weren't tearing on a regular basis. <laughs> I'm pulling hamstrings, answering the phone. Shoes later on that night and hurt himself. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your question three category is in founding fathers. Now we got a ring of honor question for you going on right now. So because man, we've been doing a lot of WWE stuff. So uh, three wrestlers are acknowledged by Ring of Honor as being the founding fathers of Ring of Honor. I want you to name one of those founding fathers. I'm locked in. Right, I'm locked in. All right, Dan, talk it out. Uh, I think I've actually got it. I think I was about to lock in too. So I, I'll go ahead and say I, I've got. Uh, I got. Uh, I think Christopher Daniels was in there. All right, so we got a Christopher Daniels answer. All right, Derek, what were you thinking? I said Master of the Yes, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan, okay. And Mike, what were you thinking? I went with CM Punk. CM Punk. All right, the answers are low-key, Christopher Daniels, and Brian Danielson, but Daniel Bryant will absolutely take. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, they actually were in a a, uh, triple threat match at their very first Ring of Honor pay-per-view, which was called The Era of Honor Begins, which was in February 23rd, 2002 in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Wow. Which was just amazing because that was the home of ECW. That I think ECW went up like about a, a year before then. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway, but yeah, but uh, after that match and the quality of that match, uh, a number of years later, Ring of Honor acknowledged them as the founding fathers of Ring of Honor. So, and if I just bored the crap out of all you guys, my apologies. <laughs> no, 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 that was great. No, no, no. Those, uh, those three guys in the ring at the same time. I'm sure that match was 
above and beyond. Yeah. I don't know if Ring of Honor has like their old stuff out there, but man, I would love to see it. They I'm do. Sure it's they, out there on YouTube somewhere. Illegally. Well, and they also have. <laughs> they point. also have. Um, they also have some a website. I don't know if it's like the WWE Network, but I think they have some sort of service you can get where you get, it's ringside member, and you can get. I know you get discounts on iPay per views that they do and stuff like that. Very, very cool. All right, yeah, I've got to check it out for sure. So, all right. After after two rounds, we got a pretty good show going on here. Dan has fifty two points. Derek is right behind with forty, and Mike, I'm rooting for you, man. We got twenty <laughs> points. It's all so. because he's a Randy Orton fan. Ah, yeah, so that's, yeah, what that's it. it. Yeah. <laughs> he's taking a dive. He just dives. Nothing but dives. <laughs> all right, your round three question one category is in women's championships. The WWE Women's Championship original originally begins in 1984. However, what WWE Hall of Famer does the WWE claim the lineage to begin with in 1956 with the NWA World Women's Championship? That's a lot of questions, so let me repeat it real quick. Hmm. What WWE Hall of Famer does the WWE claim the lineage to begin with in 1956 with the NWA uh, World Women's Championship. I'm locked in. Okay. Mike's locked in. I'm locked in. All right. Derek, talk it out, man. So there are two names uh, that are going through my head right now. There's Mae Young and the fabulous Moolah. And both were incredible women's wrestlers in their day. Mae Young broke down so many walls when it came to women's wrestling to where she was actually back in the day pretty pretty intimidating backstage even to the men but man this is a tough call i'm gonna go with moolah okay moolah all right dan what are you thinking i'm thinking moolah as well all right and mike fabulous moolah all right, and the answer is the fabulous Moolah. Oh. Good job, guys. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's that. oh, that, that had to feel good, didn't that, it? That one felt good. No, I was stuck good. on the same two, and then when you started talking to Mae Young, I was like, Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> I think so, Mae Young was like the first ever toughest woman. Right. She was, today she would be considered like Tamina Snuka to Dan. <laughs> I've, talked, uh, I've talked with several people who have actually met Mae Young backstage uh you know, probably 10, 20 years ago backstage when she was, you know, showing up pretty regular on WWE TV. And even then she was intimidating. <laughs> so, yeah. I tell you what, the, the storyline with her and Mark Henry, though, still oh, gives me no. nightmares. <laughs> that was just yeah. disturbing. I, I will give this, at least they had some continuity with the hand. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, man. All right. So, well done, gentlemen. We're going to go into the next question, and uh, that category is formerly known as, and your question uh, is, Extreme Championship Wrestling, or ECW, was formerly known as what before Paul Heyman changed the name in 1994? I'm locked in. Okay, Dan's in. I am locked in. I am locked in as well. Okay, well, Mike, you get to talk about it. Well, I think I know it, but (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 
I was going with Eastern Championship Wrestling. Okay. Derek. The rise and fall of ECW, I think I've watched a hundred times because that that when that came out, that was probably the best you know, Mike. Oh, yeah. yeah that was yeah. like the best wrestling DVD they had put out. Absolutely. And it started off in a with Shane Douglas throwing down the Eastern Championship wrestling title, the NWA title, and declaring himself the extreme championship wrestling champion. All right, so you're going Eastern Championship Wrestling as well? Eastern Championship Wrestling. Okay, and Dan? Ditto here, Eastern Championship Wrestling. All right, and the answer is Eastern Championship Wrestling. Nice job, gentlemen. All right, Mike, you're on a roll here. You got two so far in this round. (laughs) I was only going for one around. (laughs) all right guys your question three category is obligatory tna question (laughs) (laughs) all right (laughs) this is the one i will know (laughs) we'll go ahead and give this one to mike (laughs) i just i had to try to find something to ask about tna so you All right. To, you had to put obligatory in the category. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is this is a wrestling trivia. Couple. I had to, I was trying to oh, branch man. out as best I can. That's awesome. That's so, awesome. All right. So, what father and son combo founded Total Nonstop Wrestling, now as now known as Impact Wrestling, in 2002? I'm locked in. All right, Dan's in. I'm locked in. All right, Derek, talk it out. These two gentlemen spent a lot of time in Memphis wrestling, one of which was the f- one of the fathers of the Memphis wrestling turn- or territory. So I said Jerry and Jeff Jarrett. Okay. And Dan, what do you got? Uh, ditto here, Jerry and Jeff Jarrett. <clears throat> and Mike, the, the uh, TNA expert. <laughs> Jerry and <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. All right. And the answer is Jerry and Jeff Jared, Triple J's. Well done, everybody. You know, uh, right. it, uh, it's there's another, Chris, you need, on Amazon, there is a DVD or a, a movie called Memphis Heat, the true story of Memphis wrestling, which really goes through the history of the Memphis territory. It's one of the best, I think, wrestling movies you can watch because it's so rich in history. And I, and I say that to anyone new to this podcast. If you haven't watched Memphis wrestling, or Memphis Heat, the true story of Memphis Wrestling, please go check it out on uh, Amazon. So is it a documentary or is it a movie? Documentary. It's a, yeah, it's, okay. a, it's a documentary. I would really like for them, though, to pick up where that movie left off because there's still, like, at least three more decades that they could cover as a documentary piece. Yeah. Um, oh, wow. You know, so I'd, I'd, I'd really like to see Memphis Wrestling or Memphis Heat, uh, the story of Memphis Wrestling Part 2, you know. Yeah, maybe anybody's got the money and the funds to do hey, it that, Dan, that'd be an awesome documentary dan know, dan going. what we'll do is we'll start a kickstarter and when we get enough money we'll do it ourselves there you oh go. there you go <laughs> <laughs> there you are. I, I tell you i was trying my best to put in a uh, memphis wrestling question but i really didn't feel comfortable enough doing that with the three of y'all and so <laughs> i'll have to watch that i'll have to watch that documentary so that next time if if i'm good enough and you guys have me back on i can actually ask a question with a little bit of thunder behind it. I'm winning, so you're doing fantastic. <laughs> Speaking of that, going into halftime, Dan, 82 big points. Derek, close behind with 70, and Mike with 50. That was a good round for you, Mike. I know so stuff. You're, you're back and better than ever. <laughs> so, 
Like I said, you're my boy, man. I got, I got a feeling that the second round is going to be your round. So, all right. The midpoint question. What I'm going to do is I'm going to ask you guys a question that has four answers. And you're going to, and what I want you to do is just write down all four answers and I'm going to give you five points for each answer that you have right. Okay. Got so the category for the midpoint is called wrestler names. I'm going to give you the actual name of a wrestler. And for five points each, I want you to tell me the wrestling name. And I'm talking about the most common wrestling name that they're best known as, okay? Gotcha. gotcha. For example, if I asked you Adam Copeland, you would say? Edge. Edge, absolutely. All right? So I hope Adam, that doesn't count, right? <laughs> no, it does not count. <laughs> All right. And I will point t- for you. <laughs> and I will tell you this. There are two classics and two currents that are on this list, okay? Okay. All right. One of them a Hall of Famer. The other one should be in the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. So... All right, the first one, a real, and, and I'm going to give you all four. So don't, um, so just write them down, and then we'll uh, we'll we'll let you guys think about them. Okay. Okay. All right. So the first one is Aurelian Smith Jr., and the first name is spelled A U R I L E A N. Aurelian Smith Jr. The second one, Rebecca Quinn. The third one, Steve Lombardi. And the fourth one, Jonathan David Good. So that is Aurelian Smith, Rebecca Quinn, Steve Lombardi, and Jonathan David Good. So when you guys have your answers, just say locked in, and then whoever the final person is gets to talk it over. And again, they're worth five points each. So if you get one, you get five. You get all four, you get 20. <clears throat> What was Jonathan's middle name again? Absolutely. Jonathan David Good. Does anybody need me to repeat any of the other ones? Just because Bueller. we like hearing your voice. Bueller. <laughs> <Okay>. Bueller. <laughs> Bueller. Should really pay more attention to the actual people. Why would you do that? <laughs> <laughs> For instances like this and no other. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, I know I got one for sure. <laughs> I think we all have one. <laughs> all right. I am locked in with all my answers. All right. I'll be honest with you. I think this is the toughest question of the night. I um, think I nailed it. Ooh, he's calling a <laughs> shot, boys. And then he gives the nervous laugh after that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a confident. Let me do my Zangief laugh. By the way, Derek, you're 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 pitching a shutout so far, man. I'm pitching a shut. Oh yeah, haven't yeah. I told you yeah, I'm gonna. No, I may no not. Bad to, words. I may are. not have to put the explicit <laughs> tag on this episode for the first time. I'm so proud, man. I, I'm so happy. I'm getting verklempt. I didn't have to talk. I haven't. I haven't had to talk much about Randy Orton this episode, so I don't need to go on a cursing fest. Just call him what he is—a Delta Bravo. There you go. He is the biggest Delta Bravo of Delta Bravos. <laughs> Dan, I hear round two is nothing but New Japan questions. <laughs> I told you I'll lose. <laughs> I will tell you this, uh, as I told Derek uh, when we were talking about beforehand, there is one new Japan question in here. I had to do it for him. 
Chris, have you ever had a chance to watch Lucha Underground? While wow, everyone's right. Yes. Uh, well, I've been watching it on uh, Netflix. What season are you, are you on? The first because, season. Because, uh, yeah, I'm on the first season right now. Because I just, I mean, when you guys talked about it, what uh, a couple episodes ago is when I was like, oh my gosh, it's on Netflix. Netflix finally. I'm locked. So in. I don't. Okay, you're locked in. All right, Mike. Did, did I hear you right? Yes. Yes. I am locked in. Okay. All right, Dan. You feel like talking it out <laughs> with one yeah, out I of four? One, I got one left. The Jonathan David Good. And I've got in my head who I think it is, but I can't think of his name. Um, yeah, just talk it out. Maybe it'll come to you. <clears throat> do, do. Uh, it was. Um, he's, he's talking it out in his head. Yeah, <laughs> I'm talking it out <laughs> to myself. Well, da- damn, you, we can't change our answer, so you can let those thoughts fly yeah. without us. For, without well, I, I don't want to change my wrong answers anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember who did the body slam challenge that Andre the Giant won and started throwing money out to the crowd. Um, God, dog it. It's probably not even that guy, but I can't remember the guy's name. Um. Dan, you still there? Do your webcam freeze. <laughs> I'm still here. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just went no, really still. still there for just a sec. You're thinking really hard. <laughs> I wasn't breathing there for a sec. Thanks for waking me up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I think I'm just going to have to leave that one blank because I can't think of the guy's name. Maybe I'll think of it by the time I get to do the rest okay. of the names. Well, how about this? Um, how about you give your first three answers? And, okay. Uh, well, I know for sure Steve Lombardi is the Brooklyn Brawler. Um, Rebecca Quinn I put down as Charlotte Flair. Um, Aurelian Smith Jr. I put down as Roman Reigns. And Jonathan David Good. I cannot put it. I can't put a name to who I'm thinking of. Um, God, dog. I know who I want to say. That's just it. Ah, I can't think of the guy's name. I know who I want to say, but I just can't say it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's killing me. Are you tapping out? I'm tapping out. I'm tapping out. Oh, I don't want to hold up. So, yeah, I'll, I'll tap out. Mike, let's go to you next. All right, Mike. Tell me what you got. <laughs> okay. Uh, with Aurelian, I said Iron Sheik. Uh, Rebecca, okay. I went with Mula. Uh, Steve Lombardi, Brooklyn Brawler. And with Jonathan, I went with Cena. Okay. All right. Derek, who called his shot a little bit ago. So there was a clue that Chris gave out when he asked a question, and he um, – said there were two legends one was in the hall of fame one was not and should be um so here's who i went with for Aurelian smith jr i went with davy boy smith jr rebecca quinn i said becky lynch steve lombardi is of course the brooklyn brawler and for jonathan david good i said john cena all right <laughs> so Aurelian smith jr is actually jake the snake roberts oh no, hmm. not even close. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca Quinn is Becky Lynch. Right. 
All right. Steve Lombardi, all of you guys got it right. That is uh, the Brooklyn Brawler. And that was the guy who's not in the Hall of Fame that should be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah. I'm sorry. Nobody was a better jobber than the Brooklyn Brawler. <laughs> and then Jonathan David Good is also on the current roster. You know him as Dean Ambrose. Ah. Uh, John Cena's actual name is John Cena. Yes. I figured it was, but yeah. Yeah. I could. I, I never would have gotten Jonathan Moxley. Yeah. Why didn't I think of that? Ugh. So, all okay. right. So, um, looks like you. Everybody got five points. I should have gotten ten because I said Becky Lynch. Did you get ten? Oh, you did say yeah, Becky. He said Becky. Sorry, he got the Becky Lynch one right. All right. My apologies. I am not trying to hose you on points. I promise. <laughs> At least not yet. I just... <laughs> all right. So going into the second half. Uh, Dan, still in the lead with 87. Derek caught up a little bit. He has 80 points, and Mike has 55. Zero Miedo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's see. So your uh, round four question one category is music lyrics. Music lyrics. Thank you. I love music <laughs> lyric questions, and so this was very challenging to do in an all-wrestling uh, episode <laughs> or trivia so. <laughs> So here it is. What current WWE superstar has the following lyrics in their entrance music? And the lyrics are, and if you want to write them down, you can, or I can repeat it as many times as you want me to. But the lyrics are, catching flies in his mouth, tasting freedom while he dares. I'm locked in. (laughs) Then crawling back, back to the top, top of the stairs, of the stairs. I'm locked in too. All right, Mike. I am locked in. Okay, Mike, what did you think it was? Bray Wyatt. All right, Bray Wyatt. Derek. Catching flies mm-hmm. in his <laughs> mouth. That's Bray Wyatt. All right, Dan. That's Bray Wyatt. Okay, everybody is correct. The answer is Bray Wyatt. Well done. I love right. that song, man. That 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 song is like, that's probably the best fitting song for any wrestler in wrestling right now. It's still the shocking. Part is, is he had that in NXT. Yeah, yeah. It's still shocking yeah. how bright the arena gets with everybody's cell phones, you know, as the fireflies. Yep. When he comes oh, out, oh yeah, absolutely. And it's just a darn creepy song, man. Holy cow! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, I, loved, I loved it when they played it live at WrestleMania that year. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, yeah that was, that was Oh, that great. was cool. Yeah. All right, your question two category in round four is in movies. What famous, but not in the Hall of Fame wrestler, starred with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movies Predator and The Running Man? So, what I'm famous, all right, but not in the Hall of Fame wrestler, starred with Arnold Schwarzenegger in the movies Predator and The Running Man? Dan is locked in, and he locked in fast. I'm locked in. All right. Derek, talk it out. So uh, Predator is one of my favorite movies because it's just flipping awesome. I also love The Running Man, and both the wrestler that was in both those movies was Jesse the Body Ventura. All right. Mike. Jesse Ventura. Okay. And Dan. Jesse, the body conspiracy theory of Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> and the answer, my friends, is Jesse, the body of Ventura. All three of you got it again. Well done. 
So just to let you guys know, except for halftime, Dan has gotten everyone right except for the first except for the first question. Hmm. He's dare I say on fire. Derek, you're not far behind. You've missed two, and Mike has not. I mean, has not missed a question since the second round. Yeah, so up, you guys are you guys are balling right now. <laughs> All right. So the th- the final question in uh, in the fourth round, the category is props. Props. P R O P S. And the question is, what prop did Al Snow take to the ring in his ten years with both ECW and WWE? I'm locked in. <laughs> locked in. I was going to say, if you guys, I could say three, two, one. If you guys all want to say it at the same time, <laughs> let's do that. Let's do that. I've always wanted to do all a three, right. two, one. All right, three, two, one. Mannequin head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Great for saying it together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, he said three, two, one. Then we say it. Yeah, no. But I was, I figured everybody was just going to say head. Well, mannequin head. head. It was yeah. a mannequin head. <laughs> yeah. Head. I will give you head. Well, wait. I don't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> That is the answer, but I did write that mannequin. Oh, Easy, Chris. Dude, you calm down now. I can't believe I fell for that. Dang it. And we were worried about Derek. Yeah, really. There's going to be a clip at the end of this show, and it's going to be that for an extra laugh. Oh, that's that's the name of this episode. Oh, it's always me with the, with the line. Dang it. Oh, All man, right. that's great. Okay, so after four rounds, Dan still in the lead with 117. Derek very close by with 110. And Mike killing it with 85 right now. And I tell you, this still is anybody's game. So now I will. This is the second hardest question. Round five, question one. Your question is uh, your category is in literature. Literature. And I know how much Mike liked the last one. So <laughs> let's see how he does with this one. What is the name of the first fiction book that Mick Foley wrote in 2003? Oh, no. I know this. First fiction. Uh, okay. Yeah, what's the name uh, of the first fiction book that Mick Foley wrote in 2003? And by the way, thank you, Mick Foley, for, allow- for have- allowing me to actually have literature questions on this show. Literature. <laughs> Oh, I can't believe I still fell for that. <laughs> I'm I'm locked in. I don't think it's the right answer. Okay, so Derek's locked in. I am locked in. All right, Dan, you can talk it out, my friend. Well, I know he. I know he made a Christmas book for kids, but I can't remember what it was called. Um, shoot, I'll just. I'll take a stab at it and say. Uh, Cactus Jack saves Christmas or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Mike, what did you write? I really had nothing on this, so I said, I have nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad respect for that. 
Derek, what did you come up with? Uh, I know this is one of his books. I'm not sure if it was fictional or not. I wrote Foley is Good. Ah, that was actually his second book that he wrote, uh, his second autobiography. And funny enough, that was going to be a question I was going to ask, but I swapped it out with this because I thought the, that one would be too easy. The answer is Tatum Brown. Hey, I've never heard of that. Tatum Brown. I remember okay, hearing wow, of it. Enough. All right. My apologies. No, that's you're not. I do not. No, I know, but we when there's crappy questions and nobody gets it right, that means the uh, score, uh, the uh, the question asker gets ten points, and I hate getting ten points. I hate it. Well, I'm sure ben, right. I'm sure Ben is going to call us out somehow for missing this question. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to, I don't know. I don't know how much Mick Foley uh, literature he knows. So <laughs> he likes wrestling right. and reading, so I'm sure that he has to. Yeah. That's true. Although there are no math questions, which he would really like in this. So, uh, but no math questions in uh, in wrestling. So, all right, your question two category is in finishing moves. Ooh. Finishing moves. What former WWE wrestler had the finishing move Starship Pain? I'm locked in. All right. Oh, that means he knows it. Ah, oh, he did it. No! Oh no! I had to bloop that one. Bloop. We're so close. Um Again the question is what former WWE wrestler had the finishing move Starship Pain? Still to this day is one of the craziest moves I've ever seen. It's just awesome. I'm locked in even though I know it's wrong. All right. Derek. Uh, That means I have to talk it out. I have no idea where to go with this question. You know, there, my mind, like, there was when Sean Stasiak was doing that whole Planet Stasiak thing. Um, Starship Pain. Uh, man, I don't... <clears throat> I'm just going to go... Because he's the only guy I think of with Planetary in his name. I'm going to go with Sean Stasiak, even though that's not right. Okay. Mike, what were you thinking? I went space-themed as well. Uh, Stardust or Cody Rhodes. Okay. And Dan, you got it awfully quick. It is John Morrison. Yep. It is Johnny Mundo himself, John yep. Morrison. Good job, Dan. <laughs> He's right there, Derek. He's right there. <laughs> you have and his I, I, also? Yeah, got his autograph. Oh, you have his autograph? Okay. <laughs> Wrestle crate, but daggummit. If I would have looked up there, I might have considered him because I remember the name of the move and all, but. Starship Pain. Okay. Thanks, yeah. Johnny Mundo. You did it to what me is, again. Uh, what does he call it in Lucha Underground now? I can't, He's I can't Johnny Mundo. What changed him. So oh, uh, oh uh, I don't. Hell if I know. Okay. I did it all again. Right. That's that's not a bad one. Okay, we don't we don't believe that out out on our show, so I think you're okay with that one. I think he actually kept the name. I don't. I, Did yeah, he? Star, is this I Star think Ship it's Pain still Starship Pain. I, I think he kept the name because I've I've watched a few. I'm I'm still like halfway into season one, and I think I remember them calling it Starship Pain on Lucha Underground too. Yeah, I'll have to look that up. He, he is one of my he's one of my favorite non WWE wrestlers. I just, I, I love his charisma. I love his wrestling ability. And it's just like, whatever it is, he's got it. So I had to put a, I had to put a John Morrison question in there. 
Sean Stasiak. No, there's no <laughs> trivia question in the world that's going to have Sean freaking Stasiak. As an answer. No, there's not. <laughs> no, there's not. Unless, hey, what stable, what was the greatest stable that Sean Stasiak was involved in? And that's going to be the Natural Born Thrillers. Anyway, uh, next question. All right. Your, uh, your uh, final question in round five, uh, the category is legendary tag teams. Hmm. What wrestler alongside with Ric Flair, Arn and Ole Anderson were the original four horsemen um, of wrestling? So again, what wrestler alongside with Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, Ole Anderson were the original four horsemen of wrestling? I'm locked in. Okay. Derek's in. I'm locked in. I'm locked in. Dan's in. All right. Uh, Dan, why don't you talk uh, a little bit? We haven't had you. you, You've been locking in quick, man. So. Well, the ones that are recognized by WWE, because there was always a fourth man that was in and out and rotation and everything. And a lot of times it was Ole Anderson. Uh, but the ones that WWE recognizes is Barry Windham. Okay. Barry Windham. All right. Derek. Uh, I said Tully Blanchard. Okay. I and said, Mike. I said Tully Blanchard as well. And the answer that I have, and I could do some research on this, is Tully Blanchard. Okay. So, because uh, the original, to... the original was Arn and Ole, and Ric Flair and Tully. So that makes, yeah, that's right. Okay. All right. So you're okay with that? I'm good with that. Okay. All right. Just want to make sure. So, okay, good deal. All right. So after five rounds, this was a good game, guys. Dan's still in the lead with 127. Derek in second with 120. And Mike, 95 points. So you guys are you guys are doing really, really good. And you guys were nervous about this too ahead of time. But <laughs> you're uh, you're you're proving that you are game for sure. So all right, round six. Category and question one is geography. Geography. We talked about ECW earlier. Well, ECW had 13 pay-per-views in 1995, and all of them were held in the same city. And what city were all 13 pay-per-views held in? I'm locked in. I'm locked in. All right, Derek. You know, there are two. There's the ECW Arena in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There's also, they did a lot of stuff in the Hammerstein Ballroom. In New York, but I'm going to go with the 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 ECW arena. I'm going to say in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Okay, Dan. I'm going to say Philly too. All right, and Mike. Philadelphia. The answer is Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Ooh, I'm glad I didn't outthink myself there. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering. That was good stuff, guys. Good job. It's a little drama you have to throw in. <laughs> Absolutely. You got you got to make people sweat it out for you a little bit, you know. I don't know who the uh, face and who the heel is on this show, but. <laughs> All right. So your question two category is the uh, WWE Divas Champion. Championship, excuse me. WWE Divas Championship. What wrestler holds the most combined days as the WWE Divas Champion with 406 days? What wrestler holds the most combined days as WWE Divas Champion with 406 days? I'm locked I'm in. I'm locked in. Oof. All right. Wow. Mike, you get to talk <laughs> it out. Um, 
I'm going Nikki Bella because right. I don't. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Nikki Bella. <laughs> All right, Dan, what did you have? Nikki Bella. Okay. And Derek. I don't know why I wrote this. I that she just broke that record too, so I got this question wrong. But I didn't watch SmackDown a lot in the day in those days, and I thought Maurice. I were, I went with Maurice, Nikki okay. Bella, and Nikki Bella just broke that record too. Well, actually, Nikki Bella broke the record for most consecutive days as champion with like over three uh, with over three hundred and eighty days. Right. But the person with the most is actually AJ Lee. Oh. Wow. Well, AJ I... Lee had 406 <laughs> days as Divas Champion. She was also tied with three, uh, with Eve Torres as having the Divas Championship the most. Oh, damn so, you. Damn unfortunately, you. nobody got that right going into the final question and um, in round six and the final question before the, uh, well, before the final gauntlet. And that category is New Japan Pro Wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Give me those 10 points. All right. Little this is a little and also this could be also called current events. On June eleventh, twenty seventeen, what American duo won the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Championship? On June eleventh, so that's June eleventh, twenty seventeen. What American duo won the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Champion? I know my. I'm locked in. I know my friends. I know my friends Freddie and Fred and Shaggy are yelling at whatever way they're listening to this podcast <laughs> right now because I should know this. And I and I double checked it right before I came on the show today just to make sure that nothing changed hands. Why? So Mike's locked in. I'm locked in. All right, Dan, you get to talk it out. Yeah. I know this is one of your favorites. (laughs) You know. Um, You know, I know I'm pretty sure it's wrong, but I'm going to say the Young Bucks. Okay. Uh, Dan, or excuse me, Derek. Uh, Who who did you get? I know Rapungi Vice have have held that title here recently, but when you said June 11th, and I haven't gotten to watch any of the newest shows, so I said I went with the Young Bucks. Mike. Uh, I said Young Bucks as well. All right. And the answer is the Young Bucks. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> but, I held you off. <laughs> but, but no joke, I was thinking Rapongi Vice also. I was too. I was too. But Well done, guys. If it had been Man. in a couple past couple of months, I would have said. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. But I, I told Derek, I was like, I have to throw an IWGP question in there for him. I had to. I appreciate but it. But I also didn't want to make it impossible. So, <laughs> all right. So going into the gauntlet, Dan holds his lead with 147. Derek right behind him with 140, and Mike with 115. So it's anybody's ball game going into the gauntlet. So just to remind everybody, the gauntlet is going to be three questions. I'm going to give you the category in just a minute. After I give you the category, guys, what I want you to do is I want you to write your bet down. I do not want you to say the bet until after all the questions are done. Got to build up the drama, but I just want you to write it down and then circle it, okay? But we do that after you ask the questions, right? No, no, after I give you the category. Oh, okay, after you give the category. Okay, cool. Yeah, after I give you guys the category, then you'll decide how much you want to wager, and then I'll ask the questions, okay? 
and your gauntlet category is crazy gimmick matches. Crazy gimmick matches. Got my wager locked in. All right. Got mine locked in. Okay. And Mike, don't say don't say it. Yeah. So just tell us when you have it locked in. I'm locked. All right. So you're got, okay. So what we're going to do is this, guys. Um, I'm going to read the question. Um, you guys lock it in, and then the third person, you can talk it out if you want to, or you guys should just keep it secret. It's up to you guys to kind of build up the drama if you want to do that. Okay. Okay. Yep. All right. Your the first category. Our, our first question uh, in the gauntlet category is nothing says American like Punjabi. So, what giant replaced the great Kali against the Undertaker in the first ever Punjabi prison match at Great American Bash 2006? Kali was deemed physically unable to perform and could not wrestle in the match. Who were they facing in that match again? Uh, uh, it was the Undertaker. So, what giant replaced the great Kali against the Undertaker? In the first ever Punjabi prison match at the Great American Bash 2006. I'm locked in. All right. We got one locked in. Locked in. All right. Are you guys waiting on me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, just just lock. I mean, just tell us when you're locked in. Okay, yeah, I'm locked. I'm sorry. Okay, my, you're good. My internet's kind of tripping right now. <laughs> I can completely relate. All right. So your second category question is going to the dogs. What kind of dogs did Al Snow promise to have outside the ring for the first ever ever kennel from hell match? And he not only promised it, but had them out there. So what kind of dogs, or what type of dog, really, Locked did Al in. Snow promised to have outside the ring for the first ever kennel from hell match? I think I just lost points on this question. <laughs> I'm locked in, though. I'm locked in. All right. I'm locked in. Okay. And finally, the final uh, the final question in the gauntlet, the category is, do I fight or order an subscription? Do I fight or order in a, subscri- a subscription? Dang it. Okay, let's try this one more time, please. <laughs> Do I fight or order in a subscription? Anyway, all right, moving on. <laughs> See, this is what Jonathan has to deal with with editing me every time. <laughs> okay, the question is, what kind of gimmick match that has the same name as a popular magazine did Jeff Jarrett and China battle for the Intercontinental Championship match at No Mercy 1999? Wow. Repeat the question one more time. Absolutely. It's a lot of question. What kind of gimmick match that has the same name as a popular magazine did Jeff Jarrett and China battle for the Intercontinental Championship match at No Mercy 1999? <laughs> I'm going to lock in with an answer. But just... <laughs> are you frustrated, Derek? No, no, no. no. These, are, these are great right. questions. No, it's okay to be frustrated. I'm, I'm all right with that. <laughs> No, I'm actually having a blast, man. It's hard to be frustrated when you're having a lot of fun with an episode. Even better. All right, so we got one locked in. So last time, what kind of gimmick match that has the same name as a popular magazine did Jeff Jarrett and China battle for the 
Continental Championship match at No Mercy 1999. Our battle for the Intercontinental Championship at No Mercy 1999. Yeah. All right, I'll say I'm locked in. Okay. So Dan's all set. I'm Mike, are in. you still thinking or did you say it? Yeah, I'm locked in now with a very dumb and funny answer. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> I approve of that. All right. So now, guys, what I'm going to do is I'm going to reread the question. You guys will give your answers, and uh, and then I'll and we'll go through all three, and then I'll do the answers at the end. Okay. And we'll find out what your wagers are. Okay. Okay. So the first question is: Nothing says American like Punjabi. And the question was: What great or uh, what giant replaced the Great Kali against the Undertaker in the first ever Punjabi prison match at Great American Bash in 2006? Derek, what did you have? Well, there's only one giant that I could think of, and I said the Big Show. Okay. Mike? Big Show. I said Big Show as well. All right. The second one going to the dogs. What kind of dogs did Al Snow promise to have outside the ring for the first ever Kennel from Hell match? Mike, how about you give us your answer? Rottweilers. Okay. Dan? I'm saying Rottweilers as well. Okay. And Derek? <laughs> Just pictured Al Snow saying Chihuahuas. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Chihuahuas. Okay, <laughs> rabbit Chihuahuas. Okay, okay. The final question category was: Do I fight or order a subscription? And the question was: What kind of gimmick match that has the same name as a popular magazine? Did Jeff Jarrett and China battle for the Intercontinental Championship match, or Intercontinental Championship at No Mercy 1999? Dan. I said at home and garden. (laughs) Derek. Said penthouse. Okay, penthouse. All right. (laughs) Interesting. Interesting. All right. And Mike. Again, I said this was a funny one, but now the more I think about it, it was obviously something that could have been an actual match that they named. I said good housekeeping. Okay. That is a, hey, that's. And I'll, I'll tell you this: I remember somebody getting hit with an iron board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the reason I said home and garden. Okay. Well, I will tell you this: somebody got all three right. The answer <laughs> to the first question: the great, uh, the Undertaker faced the Big Show. All three of you got it right. Al Snow promised to have Rottweilers. Rottweilers. <laughs> and finally. The match that Jeff Jarrett and China had was a good housekeeping match. Yes! Yes! No! <laughs> got all of them right. So now, my friends, it comes to wagers. Mike, you are in last place, so what was your wager? Showing Derek, I said all. Jesus. He, all of my points. Ride. All right. Yeah. Okay, Derek. I wagered 20. Okay, that was good conservative thought. Uh, all right, and flipping Dan. Chihuahuas. I wagered seventy-five. Woo! All right, and actually, I probably should have had Mike go last. That was not really suspenseful whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> See, Jonathan usually does this. I I don't know. All right, if you want to redo it, we can. No, no, Dan. no. All right, you're good. good. Okay, so Mike was from behind the whole game. Wagered it all with 230 points is the first ever oversell slash trivial warfare winner. 
I will, nice job, Mike. I will take a picture and autograph it so we can put it on the wall right here, Derek. You ain't getting on my wall. Derek, you were in second place the whole game, and guess what? You stayed in second place at the end with 120. <laughs> your, your, uh, your prediction was correct. <laughs> you yep. got in last, and you have 72 points. <laughs> So 230 to 120 to 72. Congratulations, Mike. I'm used to it. (laughs) (laughs) That was exciting, guys. Well done. He was was cheating the whole time, so. (laughs) Yes, right in front of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, that was was a... How did you pull good housekeeping out of your backside is my question. Honestly, like I said, you know, the more I thought about it, it really sounded like something that they would have done. And I remember that there was, you know, multiple household items used in it. I mean, it was basically like a hardcore match only with just specific type items. Yeah. yeah. As matter of- I, and as soon as, as soon as you said that good housekeeping, I was like, that's what, that's the answer I was looking for. Cause I was trying to remember who, you know, uh, what magazine it was. Cause it, you know, it was blatantly obvious what magazine it was. I just couldn't think of a magazine. So, yeah. <clears throat> well, the crazy part is, is that Jared hit China with ice with the intercontinental belt, and was and then was told he uh, and was impender, but then the match immediately restarted because the title belt wasn't considered a household item. <laughs> but here's the crazy part: China then hit Jared with his guitar. <laughs> and got the, the because the guitar is considered a household item. <laughs> nice, nice. So is this 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 is what it feels like when you lose at Trivia Warfare, doesn't it? Oh, it yeah, absolutely it stings. Oh, yeah. it, this trust stings. me, nobody's lost more Trivia Warfare than this guy. I swear, next <laughs> trivia segment, it is nothing but New Japan questions, and I I am going to rip you and Dan apart. I owe you a bad New Japan. Whooping. I came in last. What do you mean? <laughs> that well, you still got me with that four horsemen trivia last. Week. You still got me with that four horsemen trivia last week. Yeah, so, you won you that though. That this, are you telling me that uh, this uh, this whole trivia thing is flawed because Mike won? No, no. It's uh, this. <laughs> this was honestly, honestly. I don't think any other wrestling podcast has done a show like this. So for us to be, I, and I could be wrong, but I think this is a first. And Chris, uh, with the, you know, I, I would love to do it again sometime. You know, maybe make this. I don't want to put too much pressure on anybody trying to come up with questions, but doing something like this once a month, once a month and a half, or something like that. Well, I will talk to uh, I'll talk to my gang and see what they have to say. But I know I'd love to come back. I've had a great time with you guys. Or if, if nothing else, you know, do do one right around you know the big four yeah, pay per views. That'd be something, something really good too. Oh, that'd, that'd be, be something really, cool. really good. Well, folks, that is it for this week. Be sure you're following us on Twitter. We are at Oversell Podcast, Facebook.com slash Oversell Podcast. Check out the website OversellPod.com. You can find me on Twitter at Derek, D-E-R-I-C-K-O-V-E-R-L-E-L-L. At WolfMike23, and I may make a new one uh, at Trivia Jump. Champion. Mm. And, <laughs> and, you know, uh, <laughs> Trivia Champion 61517. <laughs> mm. oh, yeah. mm. I'm keeping um, it clean. I'm keeping it clean. Let me tell you I'm at one dangerous Dan, and I'm going to make a new one. At always comes in last. Um, <laughs> Um, hey. I'm at one dangerous stand all spelled out and uh, dangerous Dan Matthews on Facebook. And uh, Dan, I'm going to give you some advice that I've learned from trivia warfare champions bet zero. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I had to hold you off. I didn't know what you were doing. But it, it well, wouldn't have mattered this time. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> true. And that's Derek, true. if I could just say, if you guys really like uh, the questions that I asked and are interested in trivia, you guys can listen to Trivial Warfare on any uh, pod, uh, podcast service. Uh, we're on iTunes. We're on um, all the ma- all the major ones that you can get on Android. So come and check us out. We re- uh, we release an episode every Monday. And uh, let us know what you think. Feel free to uh, uh, catch me on Twitter at Warm Up Chris, and uh, we'll go from there. But thanks again for having me on the show, guys. It um, was a blast. Do you guys have a website? Uh, actually, we do. It's TrivialWarfare.com, and uh, you can uh, talk to the franchise himself at Trivial Warfare. And uh, and also, we take listener submitted questions. Uh, we have a Patreon deal as well that you can actually even be on the show if you uh, if you throw a few bucks at Jonathan to uh, to do it. But uh, Join. Would, uh, but anyway, but mostly we want you guys to listen and have a good time. So, And be sure to join the TWA Army. This has been a great episode, and we still have to do one thing. As we like to end every episode, we like to do Superstar of the Week. So, guys, I ask you, who is your Superstar of the Week? Let's start with our guest. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, I'll be honest with you. I'm going to say Asuka. I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch the triple threat match that was uh, yesterday on NXT, but I tell you what, actually, it needs to be a tie between Ruby Riot and uh, I cannot remember the other um, the other one that... Um, Nikki Cross. Nikki Cross. Uh, Nikki Cross, thank you. Oh, my gosh, because Nikki Cross and Asuka just tore it down. It was amazing. It was probably the best match on any WWE show um, that was on the air this week. Cool. Dan. I'm going to say Samoa Joe. Ooh. I'm uh, really oh, looking yeah. forward to uh, Joe and Lesnar. You know, I, kn- I think we all realize what the end result is going to be, but I can't wait to see how they get there. So, Mike. Emma. She came back again. <laughs> you make, Is she doing her you, cooking show again? <laughs> you make my head hurt, man. You do. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. My superstar of the week, I'm going to go with who is working on a chance of calling himself the greatest IWGP heavyweight champion ever. I'm going to go with Okada. Another title defense, another great match with Kenny Omega. That's a very good choice. I know. I think that's the first time I've ever picked Kazuchika Okada, and I can say his first name now, too. That's the only reason you picked him. Yeah. No, no, no. I picked him (laughs) because he had a great match with Kenny Omega. Folks, that is it for this week. The easiest way to get to this podcast is to subscribe on iTunes or while you're there. Leave us a five-star review, and we'll read the comments on air. You've been listening to the Oversell Podcast! I will give you head. Well, wait, I don't want to say that. <laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.